Welcome back to your favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Alexa and I are going to be doing a, a little bit of a talk about the rising costs of conventions, and we delve into some other topics about conventions and costs and things like that going forward and what we kind of see on the horizon for the pricing and the issues that we kind of see with that. So hope you guys enjoy, and if you don't, oh well. Without further ado, Alexa, how hey, is it going? Um, it's going. Had a birthday, uh, well, in an hour time yesterday in uh, in this podcast time. Who knows how long it's been? Um, It'll be last week sometime. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then last week. And uh, play, playing with my, uh, my little puppy, hanging out, thinking about uh, – what shows are coming, what shows have passed, trying to, to line out a calendar. What about you? Yeah, same. I, you know, we spoke, well, happy birthday, you know, again. Gracias, gracias. Uh, happy 20, 22nd birthday. Uh, so. Somebody said 25th, and I was like, you know what, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> One of my friends just turned 50. She's like, yeah, I'm turning 50. And I said, again? <laughs> She's not happy about that response. That's, but, uh, that's funny. But yeah, no, I'm, you know, we talked earlier in the week about uh, kind of the first quarter. Because you know it's pretty bare on shows, so you know just trying to fill out fill out the calendar because it starts getting heavy in in March, really. Because that's you know Emerald at the beginning, and we have the one in Abu Dhabi, so uh, it gets pretty heavy after that. But those first few months are a little, a little bad. Yeah, it's real. It's really thin. Um, which I don't know. It's a little nerve wracking, and I think we'll probably get into uh, that in a uh, in a different pod but uh today since we're we're looking at you know at all these shows for next year we're gonna we're gonna cover finally because we've been talking about it forever the uh the rising costs of conventions some stuff that's uh that's kind of popping up you know because of that rising cost and things that uh, that we're seeing right and when we talk about the rising cost of conventions it's not just conventions i mean it's also it's everything hotels it's gas it's flights it's like yeah like yeah, i mean some of these shows you know hey they go up 50 bucks a year so you know okay yeah 50 bucks not a big deal but it's like a show that i was paying a thousand bucks for you know three years ago is now 1250 or whatever you know what i mean it's like oh yeah the crap is it worth so you know what's it going to be three years from now 1600 like is it worth 1600 like that's that's the kind of um, that's the kind of stuff we start to fall into. And I mean, I, I don't know if they're always going to go up 50 bucks a year. Some of them go up a hundred, some of them go up 80, you know, it really, yeah, I mean, really I, all depends on the show. In the end of the day. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about it. There, there's a couple of shows that, you know, in 2016, 2017, you know, they were 300 bucks for right. a, you know, a 10 by 10 spot. And now it's $900 for that right. same 10 by 10. It's unbelievable. I mean, granted, you know, maybe they were underpricing themselves, but that's a big jump in just a short amount of time, you know, you know, incrementally. But yeah, I, and then, but then you got on the other end, some of these shows, you know, like Planet used to be, you know, like eight hundred bucks, and now it's like eleven. Yeah, you know, it's still worth yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it on that point, but it's, you know, what's it going to be three years from now? Fifteen hundred. Then you start walking into, is it worth it? Because you know, we got hotels, like I said, flights, gas isn't, you know, gas is coming down, but it's still not cheap. 
I don't exactly. have to, I don't worry about gas because we fly, but flights are expensive. During COVID, you know, flights, it was great. I'd fly from here to, you know, Phoenix for round trip for 250. Now it's 251 way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could, I could, I could hop on a flight to Vegas and, you know, it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. I was going to say round trip. bucks. Right. Right. And, and now I'm like, oh yeah, I can't even, I, I can't even get my luggage on board yeah, for say, 80 bucks. Your bags are more than that now. Yeah. So, you know, nuts. Yeah, so let's, um, let, let's, let's, let's get, get into this and let's talk about it. Um, you know, we've kind of alluded, you know, as far as like convention costs are going up for me, um, you know, working with Tim, you know, being a promoter, I'm looking at, you know, some of these, uh, you know, some of these, these quotes that we're getting from centers, you know, from convention centers, from, you know, agricultural centers, basically the, the places that shows are being held. Um, and, the costs are going up, but they're not going up as as steep as what some of these conventions have. Um, and I, you know, without, I guess we can let, let's, do you want to talk about some of the cons that have kind of increased over the last couple of years? Yeah, of course. Like we just, you know, we mentioned one just now. Um, yeah. With, with, with planet. planet. Right. Um, but yeah. Let's, you know, let's get into them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, <sighs> Lexington. Le- Lexington is a show, and I, I feel bad because I, I feel like I kind of I, I kind of beat up on uh, on the crew there. But that show has historically been so good, and you know, with the new convention center opening, it, it was just a really weird. Like they haven't got the flow down. <clears throat> they're they're in a weird spot as far as the 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 center itself goes. <clears throat> the room doesn't uh, it doesn't feel as big or it doesn't feel as uh, I don't know. There's something weird about the, the the room, but there's a whole other side of the convention center that hasn't opened up, hasn't been opened up to them. Um, but I mean, their costs have just skyrocketed, and it's a show that went from three days to four days. <clears throat> Not, and it's a preview night, but it's still four days. You know, we're still required to. to well, we've we're not required, but we still got to be there. Um, you know, and the value's not there yet. <clears throat> you know, so for that show, it's in Lexington, Kentucky. Hotels are cheap there, but they're still not, you know, there's still that whole increasing hotel cost. I know little puppy dog, my uh, my new puppy is talking to me and telling me that, uh, that he wants to go outside, but he's going to have to wait. <laughs> Just deal with it. Willie. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Willie. Um, you guys will meet Willie at some point at shows if uh, if, if you're there because uh, he's going to be a traveling puppy. So um, he might he might be sleeping based on you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> based on uh, based on how the uh, the show is and how uh, how bad he is, he might uh, he he might uh, might get some some knockout juice. Um, <laughs> no, you know that that show, like I said, that show has went up incrementally but a big portion of that is because they went from the old convention center slash arena to now they have a a a nice state-of-the-art modern updated convention center so i get it um yeah so they're they're probably paying more right is that what you're saying yes yeah and i like it, it it's frustrating though because you look at it and like their their inline booths are still like six hundred bucks, but they've got the the corner premiums that you know that kind of jack up the pricing. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. And that's another thing that's a little bit different. Some of these shows have, you know, the premium thing versus just the corner versus just the inline, you know? So, and then even some of them with the artist tables, like some of them will allow you to buy multiple, as many as you want. So some people are buying, you know, three artist tables versus, Oh, you're only allowed one. You know what I mean? Right. So that, that factors, I mean, you're, that doesn't really, that's nothing for you to think about, but like for us, some of these shows, it's like, oh, maybe I'll just buy three artist tables and it's cheaper than getting a corner booth, you know, and I could and have the same amount of, you know, actually even more room because now I'll have three six foot tables versus, you know, two eight foot tables, you know? Right. Well, and I'm seeing like, I'm seeing some pretty interesting stuff in Artist Alley. Like, I, I'm seeing pre made stuff, like not prints, not, you know, not stuff like that, but like people are like selling like candle warmers and stuff like that in Artist Jeez. Alley, and I'm like, really? I'm like, really? Who's who's monitoring these? But that's that's that. that's for oh my goodness, that's for a whole different uh, different conversation. Um, here nor there. Yeah, so uh, you, you've got shows like, like Lexington that you know their prices have went up substantially, but you know that is due to a uh, you know that that's due to a. More, more so of a, you know a, a necessity because of the the convention center you know and and the remodel, but then right, you've right. got you know you've got shows, and look I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out and they might not love it because I I, I love them and you know we we've got friends at uh, at those shows but you know the fan expo shows the shows that they took over that were wizard shows. It's kind of interesting, you know. You could rebook with Wizard, and you know we hear a lot about, oh, well, you know, they they weren't doing well financially, blah blah blah. Yeah, that's fine, but you could book a five hundred dollar booth if you booked that right after the show with Wizard, and you know, a show like uh, you know, like Cleveland, like New Orleans, um, like St. Louis, you know, you could book it for five hundred bucks, and you know, these booths are, you know. Twelve hundred dollars now. I was gonna say eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but those are not. No, the, no, I'm sorry. Those shows are not worth that. They, right. the, you know, at this point, yeah, they're good shows, but twelve hundred dollars for a show that we're we're rebuilding. It, it's yeah. tough. Whenever it's a thirty year price after you after you rebuild, right? Well, a, and looking at it, you know, you're telling me that the the booth at wizard new orleans is the same value booth that i would get at i don't know planet right. that i would that's a, that's you a know good, that's a good analogy yeah that i would i would get for comic palooza that i would get for awesome con like that and that like looking at it you know holy cow you know, that's the, those are some, those are some bigger shows. I would expect that same amount, you know, amount, amount of, uh, of customers, customer interaction, so on and so forth, but you know, they're not getting it. So, you know, those shows, they're costing us more obviously, but you got to get into the, you know, everything else that's surrounding it now, you know, during COVID and I know you guys have seen a cost and, uh, you know, a rising cost as far as like your goods, you know, my glassware went up 40, 50% per case during COVID. Um, there was a point where I had stocked up, thank goodness. It was almost double what it was, you know, right before COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't, I, where's the, 
where's the the end for it? Because it can't just keep incrementally going up. It has to at some point has to be like a plateau that it that it stops at for at least for a little bit. Well, you know, because you're just gonna you know you're killing the market essentially. And you know the the other there there's so many ends of this conversation, and you know I want to I just want people I, I think the reason why we're doing this is to to open some eyes um you know on on all sides of this is to you know where it's leading you know you look at the uh at ticket pricing ticket pricing has gone up and yeah. you know people are people are paying over a hundred bucks for weekend passes sometimes 200 and that's a that's a massive drain on yeah. you know on their where's wallet the money left? where's the money left for the room well exactly because <laughs> speaking of rooms you know, they're also a lot of these people are paying for hotels because they're traveling to to these cities for some of these destination shows, and you know, thirty to fifty percent increases on some of these rooms, man. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I, I'm. We've resorted to having to almost guarantee that we can find a roommate for the weekend. Yeah, you know, I I split uh, I split rooms and I. I I, I love my privacy, but I split rooms with people all the time now because we're at that spot where, you know, it's like, okay, well, I can either, you know, I can pay 750 bucks for a hotel room for the weekend, you know, for three nights, or I can split it with somebody, pay 375 and really help my, you know, my bottom line. Right. It's all about cost. Yeah. You see really nickel and diamond. I mean, that's the definition of what things have to be like these days because of all, you know, everything that's going on. So exactly. And you know, with, with the rising cost of, of conventions, you know, we've started to see, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've started to see vendors that uh, what's the right word. They're not typical to the space. Um, you know, it's like I like I alluded to earlier, like candle warmer people, you know, people that are selling Scentsy, um, you know, people that are selling the uh, um, the oh, God, what's the word that I'm looking for to, to be nice? Um, the uh, the pyramid scheme retailers you know the people that like buy and and you know oh i'm a business owner no oh you're, it's kind of like the people that sell like the lipstick yeah yeah yeah, 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 saying, yeah 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 okay like the yeah um multi-level M- mlms that's it mlms um and you know a lot of shows weren't you know they didn't let mlms in and now they do um, which is kind of interesting because I've seen it at a lot of larger shows where I'm like, really? That doesn't belong here at all. <laughs> right, right. But whatever, they gave you, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a booth, whatever. Yeah, you're like, the money. I, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're they're all about the, the 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 getting of the money, and I get it, like I do. I again as I'm, as, as uh, Method Man once said, cash rules everything around me. It, exactly. Right. I think that's uh cream was the, yes. uh, Get the money. Was, was, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. yes. Oh <laughs> man. We are, we are old people. Um, <laughs> um, no, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of new vendors that have come into the space and there's a lot of vendors that, 
we'll get into that later. Well, that, I mean, so how much of that is, oh, I'll just keep raising the prices because if, you know, Ryan and Alexa aren't going to pay, you know, these MLMs or whoever, you know, people are still paying so I can raise the price, right? Right. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword on that one. Like we can well, all, we can take a stand and go, I'm not paying it. Screw that. And then I'll go, okay, we'll just go to the next person on the list. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, I think that's a lot of us really, you know, we look at it and we're like, oh, well, I'm not going to do this show anymore if they keep raising prices. And then you look at the show and you're like, ah, I can't not do that show. Like I, here's where the real conversation starts. Um, Cause I've been looking at shows that, I want to go back to, you know, I, I want to go back to LA comic-con, um, you know, cause I, I love that show. I, I want to, you know, to make it out to Phoenix at some point. Cause I've never done Phoenix. You know, I, I want to do Emerald city, but then I start looking at it from a, you know, what am I going to make standpoint? You know, there's some shows next year that I have to cut out or I have to figure out how to circle around to them through another show or two shows because I mean, I, I can't make it work budget wise because I drive everywhere. You know, that's, I'm, I'm looking at gas costs right now. And I, you know, I was just out in Vegas picking up the van and, you know, transmission issue, um, you know, got back and gas was another 40 cents higher when I got back out there than it was, you know, when I, when I had the issue. So like, I'm looking at it going, okay, how much is it going to cost me to get out here? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get from Florida to, to the West coast. I've got 10 Phillips. And, you know, you look at that at 70 bucks a pop, that's 700 bucks to get out to the West coast, not including getting home. Not including my booth cost, not including my hotel cost, food cost, cost of goods. Now I'm into a show, you know, in LA Comic Con for let's say, let's say the booth is sixteen hundred. There's three grand in gas and booth, not to, not including hotel, you know, and the hotels that I have to, you know, to stay in on the way out because that's a that's a three to four day trip both ways. So now I'm out 11 days. Yes. And so you know, that's, that's interesting that you mentioned it. Like, cause we had talked about it uh, off, you know, just on the phone, you and I about, you know, Hey, would you want to do this show? And you're like, well, it doesn't make sense because you know, I, I'm doing this, then I'd have to do that. And then that, you know, it's like, and it's going to have to drive cross country and you know, it doesn't make sense for you to do that show. And so forget the rising costs. Like this is a planning thing really but that's another thing people have to think about you know because with me me and meg doing all the flying it doesn't matter i can go one weekend in seattle and the next weekend in maine you know in rhode island and not have an issue but if you you know say it was seattle maine la it would make no sense to for you to drive to seattle drive to maine drive to you know california just skip the main one and just go straight down to california Exactly. So another another thing we're talking about. So sorry, I sidetracked it on that. No, no, no. That's I mean that, that's exactly but right. You I know, cost wise, you're right. Gas is like astronomical. I mean, if you can make that drive work, gas is going to be two arms and two legs on that one. 
Yeah. So, and it, it, at that point, it's not worth it. You know, right. I, right. for me, and I've been talking about doing this for a couple of years. I talked about doing it before COVID and unfortunately, you know, COVID happened and I wasn't able to, to make it work at the time. But I mean, I've talked about doing, uh, you know, doing a, a storage unit in, you know, somewhere like Vegas or Kingman, Arizona, or, you know, somewhere where I can, you know, pop into and grab product and head to a show. And I think, you know, for me, I could, I could do that in Vegas because I could fly into Vegas. I could, you know, rent a truck. Um, you know, it's funny because I've already talked to enterprise, um, about, uh, about setting up, you know, a kind of a, a discount, um, discount rental, um, to be able to do that because, you know, I'm looking at next year and I'm like, okay, you know, Salt Lake, Phoenix, um, LA comic-con, WonderCon, um, you know, what else is out there? You've got Emerald City, you've got, um, you know, Rose City slash uh, Fan Expo Portland. You've got, you know, there's there's shows out there that could be done. And, you know, does it make sense? You know, does it doesn't make sense to, you know, to rent a storage unit at a hundred bucks a pot, you know, a month. So $1,200, but then fly in, you know, and I mean, end of the day, I'm going to save if I decided I wanted to do half of those shows, I'm going to save that $1,200 minimum just on gas. Right. Exactly. exactly. And so those are just some, some of the things you gotta, you gotta think of, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about these shows is, you know, or at least not even think about just planning them. When you start lay out a plan, it's like, you know, it doesn't make sense to go from here over to here, back to here, you know? So. And then you've also got, the the whole and you know my friend brian and i talk about this a lot you know does it even pay you know yeah you might you might do you know new york let's let's use new york as an example um there from what i understand there's a vendor that would do like big double or you know i guess five figure numbers at that show um but they, you know, they would buy four booths. Right. So, so they're, spend, they're spending, their costs are, you know, 40 grand. They're making, you know, 60 grand. Is it, I mean, I guess you're making 20 grand there, but you know what I mean? It's like, but at the end of the day, could you, you know, could you do three smaller shows only spend, you know, six grand at those shows to make that twenty five thirty thousand dollars instead Profit, like right yeah it it's one of those am i am i putting too much into these massive shows and that's something that i've looked at you know and i think that's something that uh you know that a lot of the vendors out there really need to look at is you know am i am i really making money like i'm doing great i'm selling you know i've got it's my best show ever i did you know thirty thousand dollars at this show yeah but what were your costs what was the time involved you know what was the headache how much were you able to pay yourself and at the end of the day did you really make thirty thousand dollars or did you sell thirty thousand dollars and that looks great on your sheet but you only profited you know five thousand dollars after everything's said and done like that's that's one thing we ran into this year with new york i know we mentioned it in our new york show like you know we made money we did fine but 
profit wise because of our location at the show i think profit wise we could have done you know two shows and made that back with a lot less stress because let's be honest new york is there's a lot of stress going on to get it is there's there's a lot of stress that happens at that show and it's you know for multiple reasons right and not not a bad thing on them it's just everything you want to make sure you have the biggest the best and everything there ready for that show because that's like you know the big one so. Exactly. It's it's kind of the uh, the 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 Super Bowl of uh, of shows. If you don't do, if you don't do San Diego, or even Mega, really. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Mega's Mega's a fantastic show. Hopefully, right. uh, hopefully this year it uh, it performs. Yeah. It doubles in size. Yeah. Oh God. No. Please God. <laughs> no. Imagine. I, I won't. I won't have cell service all weekend long, and won't be able to run any credit cards. Um, <laughs> God, that would be uh, th- that would be awful. Like it would be fantastic, but also awful. Um, so, you know, we've talked about you know we've talked about a whole bunch of the, uh, um, you know the the stuff that's going on. Um, you know, cost of goods is going up. Gas, you know, has has changed. Um, you know, hotels. I I, I kind of want to talk about too, like the attitude of vendors. And the like, because we've gotten some of these new vendors in, and because we've gotten, you know, a different different crowd in, you know, we we've seen some pretty interesting stuff in our groups here lately. Um, you know, people upset because, and rightfully so. Like, you know, vendor A has you know set up their ten by ten in line, and they're sitting outside of the booth. And their chair is set up basically right along the edge of the the quote unquote property line outside the booth. I'm sorry, like that's rude. You're you're literally blocking traffic in an aisle. You are as a vendor, and now those people are walking around you, and it's less likely they're going to stop at my booth. I don't care what you think. Well, if you got better product, no, no stop if you had better organization skills you would be in your booth like stay in your booth don't get out of your booth there's no reason for you to be outside your booth agreed agreed i oh it's so frustrating but you know you've also got vendors that aren't taking responsibility for things you know we we saw it at new york there's for those for those of you that are not part of uh part of wave and if you um if you don't know what wave is and you're a vendor you are more than welcome to message us we can tell you about it and see if it's a fit for you um but uh you know there was a vendor at new york that you know their jackets they had uh, they had jackets and they didn't secure them down and um you know some stuff fell and it broke uh you know it broke a 200 dollar um uh frame for one of one of our our acquaintances and uh the the vendor that was the the issue just refused to to make good on it um you know and everything was everybody else's fault it was uh, it was pretty interesting but it's it's that lack of care it's that lack of uh, anything else that's kind of changing the dynamic of the show floor. Um, you know, I know five years ago, I knew half of the people on the show floor. And now I, I'm lucky enough to know, you know, a dozen of the vendors. 
because it's changed out so much. No, I agree with you there. I mean, I was, I was like, did I lose it? No, I was going to say, we always talk about it's like uh, we're, we're carnies of a different kind of circus, right? We are. We we every are. week, it's like a big, huge group of the majority of the same people. But yeah, that's been changing. Yeah. And, you know, with, with that, we're getting a this all ties in together. I promise guys, we're getting a different mix of vendors and sometimes that's good, but also sometimes that's bad. You know, you've got these vendors that are inexperienced that are coming in and they're, you know, they're buying, you know, whatever random thing it is off of Alibaba and, right. you know, pillows <laughs> or, you know, bags or what have you and it's like you know they're they're getting these random things off of there and they're buying booths at comic-con and they're setting up and they're selling and they have you know zero vendor etiquette they have you know they have no care for anybody but themselves they're rude they really don't interact well with the customers so that's changing the dynamic because now you've got this person in here selling something that they bought super wholesale which is fine but you know they don't know anything about the industry they're just selling this stuff i've come across people that are that are selling it you know 5 and 6 bucks over their wholesale cost to basically be the lowest price on in the market instead of yeah. selling it at a, at a competitive price and, and then now they're making it harder for other vendors because now they're they're increasing the cost on those vendors and look business is business i i'm not nice when it comes to business anymore but at the same time i'm not going to intentionally hurt myself in order to be the lowest price in the market and no, i know that like like that like uh the guy across from us in new york was doing the weapons and he was like you know today's a little bit slow but he's like one of our competitors is like two hours over and he's selling it at basically cost yep you know just to try to move product because it's new york and he's like and that kind of sucks but i guess it, everything evened out and he wound up having a really good weekend, but it's like at the same time, why, why? I mean, even if you're doing it, like you said, five bucks over cost, is it worth it at that point to get, yeah. get it all inventory, bring it to the show, set up, sell it, break down. Try, is it worth it? Like you got to make it, you know, like you said too, uh, is it worth, you know, how much did you make? How much are you paying yourself? Like, okay, hey, I'm paying myself uh, $3 an hour. Yeah. Is that worth it? <laughs> exactly so, I, I yeah, i'm sorry I, I need to pay my bills and three dollars an yeah. hour unless i'm working you know a thousand hours a week isn't going to cut it and even if i'm working a thousand hours a week i'm tired as hell exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so, um, yeah i got three kids one's in college let's go yeah yeah <laughs> and, and one uh, one can wear your expensive shoes now so uh, there's that not, let's let's not uh discuss that it's a sad hey, day hey, in the witty just, household just just Although saying he wanted it's, to uh, wear my he wanted to wear the 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 big ones for his homecoming i was like maybe senior prom if you're lucky so <laughs> the, the really expensive ones so <laughs> if, you're if, if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're good yeah and his, not even then because let's be honest he's gonna wear it to a party and they're gonna get vomit on him i can't even imagine they're, <laughs> uh, limit, they're limited edition shoes there's only so many made oh well 
Oh my goodness. I, I never thought I'd see the day when uh, there was a limited edition shoe, just so you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, they're very nice though. You've seen them, right? Actually, I, I have, I have. Yeah, um, very nice. So, but so are all the other ones that I have in there, but that's neither here nor there. That is neither here nor there. That's way <laughs> off the topic here. Um, so, you know, we, we've got these, these vendors that are coming in that, you know, they're, they're kind of messing with the, uh, the ecosphere too. I, the biggest thing for me is, is obviously booth cost. Um, you know, I, I remember, I remember back in the day, I remember when, uh, right. Uh, you know, I remember when most, bo- most booths weren't over a thousand bucks. Like you, you could get, you get a booth at pretty much any show outside of New York, San Diego, um, you know, for 900 bucks or less. I remember the f- first time that I paid, I, I want to say it was like a thousand bucks. It was at New, uh, not New York. It was a uh, LA comic con and no, no C2E2, C2E2. And my, my wife at the time was like, we better make this money back. This is expensive. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, and now, and now yeah. I'm forking out four grand for, you know, for a spot at, at a show. Well, and it's not just that. It's like, you know, we, here we are talking about planning the shows and it's like, okay, I'm going to plan my shows. And, you know, I like to get as many of them paid for up front. but I mean, so if, let's just say we're in what we're in November, right? it's October 26th. When this show hits, it'll be basically November. Um, so in November, like I, I've already paid for some shows through next year. So let's just say I'm paid up through July of whatever shows I'm doing through July of next year or June. We're talking 10, 15 grand, just in if, not, if not more. And right. Right. Just, sure. that's just boost. That's not including hotels. That's not including flights. That's not including, you know, the prints aren't free. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, I'm granted, you know, woe is me, you know, I get all that, you know, we're making money at the end of the day. But it's still a lot of money up front and it's sitting there. You know, it's yeah. sitting there till some of it's sitting there till July. So what's that? Seven, eight, nine months that, you know, I'm not paying it off tomorrow. So it's just, it's gaining interest. It's accruing interest. You know what I mean? As we go along. Um, so it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's a lot to think about when you're planning, you know, it really is. So they started coming out with, I know we've talked about it in some of our vendor chats is uh, that Affirm. You know, some of those, um, those, those things that'll come in and say, okay, you know, it's, it's a thousand bucks, for example, you could pay it over three months, you could pay it over six months or 12 months, you know, that actually, you know, you got to pay a little bit more, but I'd rather do it. I feel like I'd rather do it that way. That way I'm not gaining the interest on my credit card here because the interest on my credit card is going to be way more than the interest I'm paying on that. You know what I mean? So it's like those, I think those are going to be helpful going forward. I know we've kind of briefly touched on it again in our, in our vendor chats, but I think those are good. I've done that. Um, believe it or not, I've done that with one of makes purses and it was really good. <laughs> so that's <laughs> not going to lie. That's, it's kind of funny. Um, it really helped. So <laughs> no, I, uh, Sorry. I, you know, I, I look at it and like, you're like, oh, you know, ten fifteen thousand $15,000. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Minimum. Right. Yeah. yeah you're talk- I mean, you, you, again, you look at fan expo shows, fan expo shows are, you know, a thousand to 1200 bucks. So yeah. 
let's say you're doing three of those, you know, that's $3,600 right there. Then you've got Planet for another $1,100. That's $4,700. You're only at four shows. Right, right. And you you're, know, talking, and, you're talking seven months worth of shows. So, yeah, yeah. Let, let's say you, you only do have four shows in seven months and we got problems. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's say you do, uh, you know, you do, let's, let's say in seven months, that's what, 28 weeks? Let's just say, let's just um, say it's what twenty shows. Let's just say fifteen shows. Yeah, just to be on the on the low end. You're talking a thousand, a minimum a thousand a show, right? A minimum, and some are more. So yeah, yeah. fifteen to twenty thousand. Yeah. Well, and you know, then you've got you know you've got your 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 bigger shows like MegaCon, like uh, um, you know, let's say you do WonderCon. That's a you know that's an eighteen hundred dollar booth. Um, right. You know, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. LA's what 1600 16 right. 16 or 17 now right um, right yeah it's just it, it it's crazy and you know the again these promoters are wanting a lot of times they're you know they're wanting the uh you know the entire the entire booth fee up front that, and that's one good thing one good thing I'll say for uh read pop is you know, they, they only require the little bit up front, right? And then it's like, I need half by here, half by here. Like even uh, Fan Expo with Mega. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, we, they break that one up for us, which is nice. Yep, yeah. I, you know, but, you know, Fan but Expo Repop does a good like, job. Yeah, and Repop does a good job with theirs because they're, you know, because they know, especially in New York, that one's always an arm and a leg. Right. But, uh, it's, you know, they don't require, hey, that's it, give me four grand right now. It's like, you know, you really generally have that kind of fine. You just cut out really bad, my friend. Oh, Where are you? Oh, there you Am are. I back? Okay. Yep, you're back. Yeah, so I was saying, Read Pop is looking, you know, they you have that paid for generally about three, four, five months before the show instead of, you know, 12 months early, you know what I mean? Which is definitely helpful. Right. So. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I look at that and I'm just like, Jesus, like, uh, that's it's a lot of money that, uh, you know, that's that's required to be put out. And then, you know, of course, if you're flying, that's, you know, it's a whole other thing. And that's um, another thing because you want to get those paid for early because they're cheaper the earlier you do. Like Exactly. For, for example, in March, we decided to do that Abu Dhabi show probably three weeks, three weeks before the show. So our flights were astronomical, right? They were really high. So this year we booked our flights like nine months in advance and it was significantly – I mean it wasn't half, but it was two-thirds less. Actually, Which is that's more. that's more. So never mind. Maybe it was a third less, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot less than it was the year before. But but again, because we're booking it so early, and that the flights they're not you know they're not breaking that up. It's like hey, it's whatever. It's two grand. Give me two grand. <laughs> so you know it's so it's more just more to think about. You know hotels we could book we could book and kind of pay at the hotel. That's not a big deal. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, hotel, hotels are hotels, but you know, for me, you know, one of my most significant and most time consuming things is my, you know, my product. Cause I make everything, right, I, right. you know, I'm looking at it going, okay. In addition to having to, to pay for all of these shows, like I can't just go and be like, oh yeah, let me order, you know, let me order these prints on, you know, on Thursday to get to me by, you know, by Tuesday for the show, like for me, you know, I need to go in and I need to have, 
you know, thousands upon thousands of pieces of glass made going into some of this, especially like this next year with how, how the shows are laid out. Like I have, well, I mean, you know, there's planet and then the following weekend is either WonderCon, Wizard, or uh, sorry, Fan Expo Cleveland, uh, GalaxyCon Richmond, Lexington. There's a couple other shows. Um, like there's there's four four significant shows on the same weekend, and then the following weekend is MegaCon. Right, right. So that's why that's the one when you and I were talking on the phone. It was like there's WonderCon, then MegaCon. So it's like you live in Orlando. So now are you going to drive all the way to California for Wonder? And then have to hustle back for Mega, you know, within because it's a Thursday show, so you really have even less time. Exactly. You know I mean, so well, because yeah, I need to really be there on uh, Tuesday to set up. Exactly. So that's like, can you even do that? You literally have to have the dog drive some hours. Ex- well, exactly. Or you know, <laughs> I, I have to do what I've talked about, and I have to have that uh, you know that that base set up in Vegas, and you know Sunday night. You know, if I decided to do WonderCon Sunday night, break down and be like 100% out and drive to Vegas, get to my storage unit. That way I can, uh, I can unload everything and then hop on a plane Monday to get home in order to be able to get out to my shop on Tuesday and drive over to megacon and you know unload and get everything done and you know that's that's only you know with the consideration that i have everything done which means that i'd have to have you know the entire entire inventory for megacon done weeks before become worth it I mean, we're yeah. we're getting off we're getting off topic, I guess. We are getting off topic, guys. Um, that's our. Uh, but that's, I, that's it's, all stuff that people need to think about. So yeah, at the end and, of the day, we're not we're not you know. And I think that's you know, going forward, I the advice for you guys, because um, this is more of a hey, let's talk about this and throw some stuff out there, and then kind of give you some ideas on on what's going on. I, don't stop. I get really frustrated when I I have friends that are like, well, I don't have a show this weekend. I need to do a show. Uh, Okay. Where are you going to do the show at? Well, I don't know. Where are their shows? Oh, well, there's this two day show, this two days show and that two day show. And then there's one three day show. Well, where's the, you know, let me look at that three day show. Oh, well the booths are a thousand or $1,100. And I'm like, and I'm I'm speaking specifically of a certain show and a certain incident that happened. And I, I'm like, yeah, and they're $1,200 for a corner. And I don't think you're going to do that well at that show. Oh, well, I, I need to do that show anyway. I need to do a show. I've got, I don't have anything going. I need to do a show. And you'll hear me talk about it a lot. Stop chasing the damn money. When you start chasing money, you start hurting yourself. You start, you know, you start going anywhere that you think you can make money. And if you turn a, a four hundred dollar or two hundred dollar profit, you think that you made money, and you start giving yourself this illusion that it's that it's worth it. And I'm sorry, but to profit two hundred dollars for a three day show, it's not worth right. it. And I, right. you know, 
that that's a whole different conversation of of you know what's what's a good show but come on stop stop chasing money you could have probably stayed home saved that money had some good quality relax recharge and refresh time and made more than that $200 profit at the next show you did stop chasing the damn money uh no um you know i i think we we talked about um you know we in our pre we talked about a couple of different things and i do want to do say one thing um for those of you that have followed the uh, the jacket saga on uh, on the wave group um for those of you that don't know um you know this jacket saga was a big deal because the vendor didn't take responsibility for, um, for what had happened, um, you know, for what they, that their actions did damage to another vendor. Um, don't be that person. Don't be that person that, that causes the vendors around you, you know, harm and or losses because I, I got to tell you, I've talked to every promoter that I know so far and asked them to, uh, to not allow this person to in their shows because of what has happened with that. And in the past, um, you're going to start getting blacklisted. If you're that vendor, if you're that vendor, that's causing problems, if you're the vendor that's blasting music into other people's, uh, you know, other people's booths. And if you're the vendor that's, um, you know, basically like, being just rude um it's one thing like i had music playing at uh on my televisions and it's fo- focusing out you can uh you can hear it in other booths but i've turned it down enough people are like oh i hate that song I- i'm sorry it's the song you know but <laughs> yeah i'm also not playing it loud enough that you can't talk over your customers and it's like it's playing into your booth. It's not, you just hear it as, as ambient noise. That's, that is one thing, but you know, I've had vendors literally turn speakers around and blast them into my booth. Um, you know, Oh yeah. Don't be the vendor that has a, uh, has a backdrop set up and you take the curtain down. This is something I saw at New York. Um, they had taken the curtain down, um, the, the pipe and drape part down they'd taken the drape off and they had their own um their own signage that they put up on the pipe itself and the signage was double-sided so it was literally showing into the person the other person's booth and that was that person's Uh. like backdrop and they had paid for pipe and drape like you paid for pipe and drape at this show. This was in New York. And I, I, Oh my God. Ugh. Um, like it was a, a photography place too. So like they, what they, I assume that they were planning on using the, uh, the dark backdrop is their, uh, is their, um, you know, their backdrop and they couldn't because this jerk vendor was, uh, you know, was advertising their products, on the backside of this thing. Like you didn't buy that. You didn't buy advertising in my booth. I, I, right. been and I it. had that, I had that issue at uh, planet. Remember a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you did. And I had the same, I had the same guy this next year and absolutely no issue. Like, but it's like, you have your, your area and you face forward 
and you know you can allow it to see you know on the sides but you're not supposed to like when we raise our our backdrop up right we go higher than than the guy behind us i'm not going to put prints facing backwards because then it looks like all day your aunt that guy's answering questions oh is that my is that no it's theirs it's not mine it's theirs it's just why be a jerk you have your area display your area and just be happy about it if you want more buy a bigger booth (laughs) oh i just uh people yeah yeah no humans we say it all the time humans (laughs) all right indeed yeah let's wrap this up because uh it became a ramble fest but you guys don't chase the money make sure it's worth it don't chase the money but also don't go chasing waterfalls it's true the rivers and the lakes that you're used to i you beat me to it (laughs) all right um yeah we'll talk to you guys next week yep see ya Thank <laughs> you.